telegraph was the only means of rapid communication. The Outline World Dispatch. It's Monday, October 2nd, 2017. I'm Jordan Opplinger. Today on The Dispatch, is there a connection between the encrypted chat app Telegram and the Kremlin? Anton claims that there are Telegram employees that still work in this building, sharing office space with the VK social network. Here's The Dispatch. The future. You've probably heard of these encrypted messaging apps. Confide, Signal, WhatsApp, they all claim to securely send and receive messages between users. But there's one app called Telegram that's a little more mysterious than the others. It's used by ISIS for communication, its security has been called into question, and now it looks like it could have some sort of connection to the Kremlin in Russia. William Turton talked to some of the people involved with Telegram to find out what's really going on and how secure it really is. All right, let's start at the beginning. Uh, William, what is Telegram? So Telegram is a messaging app. It's a lot like WhatsApp or other messaging apps you might use, but Telegram really brands itself as a secure messaging app. It's an app that is supposedly devoted to the privacy and security of its users. All right, so we've kind of seen like a a big increase in the usage of these apps in the past few years. How old is Telegram and how many people use it? Telegram is a few years old and it has a lot of users. In early 2016, Telegram said that it had 100 million users. It's really popular in countries like Brazil or in Eastern Europe, and a lot of people are using it thinking that it's a secure messaging app. Is it? Well, the experts say it's not. Uh, People criticize the app for its encryption protocol, which is what's called uh, like kind of home-rolled, meaning Telegram created this encryption protocol themselves, Instead of doing what experts kind of agree is the right thing to do, which is to pick a protocol that's kind of open and public and has been audited and vetted. So, you know, experts almost universally agree that there are way better options if you want your messages to be private and secure. Where did this start? Who's, who, who created Telegram? Telegram is created by Pavel Durov. We started with building a custom lightweight encrypted data protocol in 2013. It's the same guy who created VK, which is known as the Russian Facebook. Now, Pavel, after creating VK, uh, gained a lot of fame and notoriety and money. Sometimes I feel excessive attention, for example, here in the United States, when I go and go out of the country. Um, Until he was kind of forced out of the company. Two major investors sold their share in the company, about 48%, to uh, an investment firm aligned with oligarchs who are loyal to Putin. And then Pavel was forced to sell his shares to an oligarch also aligned with Putin uh, and was forced out of the company. It's unclear exactly why. Pavel says it's dispute with the new management. Um, But it's widely believed and widely reported that You know, VK, this creation of Pavel Durov, is under the influence of the Kremlin. And so this story got a little bit more weird when last week someone who used to be a senior employee at Telegram uh, reached out to me. Hello, I'm here. His name is Anton Rosenberg. He worked as the director of special projects at Telegram. And before that, 
He worked as the chief technical officer at VK with Pavel Durov. And I was interested in computers since I was, since I was a school child. I spoke to Anton through a translator. Uh, my grandfather was one of the first uh, Soviet uh, let's say, developers. So when did Anton meet the Durovs? Anton's relationship with the Durov goes back many years. He's, his friendship with Pavel Durov's brother, Nikolai, who's also a senior employee at Telegram, started in the sixth grade. So I met Nikolai, Pavel's brother, in 1993 uh, at a mathematical uh, evening class. They bonded over their love of mathematics, but that friendship came to an end when Anton realized Nikolai had interest in his then fiance. On the 7th of January of this year, I stopped being friends with Nikolai um, for personal reasons. Uh, he betrayed me. I found out that for quite a long time he had uh, been paying too much attention to my girlfriend. Anton said there was a massive argument, and after that argument, Nikolai locked him out of the Telegram servers, leaving him unable to work. Uh, on the 7th of January, when it, when it all happened, uh, Nikolai has stopped my access to servers, so that's why, and I couldn't work anymore, and uh, I tried to reach Pavel so that he give, he give and ask him to give uh, he, me back my access. Anton was kind of left in a stasis for a couple months. But eventually, two months later, Pavel asked Anton to step down from the company. And after he refused, Pavel fired him. Pavel asked me to quit the company and to to quit myself. I refused. And uh, he said that either I leave the company myself or he will fire me. That firing is the basis of a lawsuit that Anton is bringing against a company called Telegraph. It's one of the companies that's involved in the web of Telegram's very complex corporate structure. Pavel told me that there's about a dozen companies that are tied up in Telegram's corporate structure. And while he was working on Telegram, Anton says he was employed by a company called Telegraph. For fact, Telegram. We were all employed not at Telegram company, but at a Russian company called limited liability company Telegraph. Now, after Anton brought that lawsuit for wrongful termination, he was then countersued by Telegraph for 100 million rubles. That's a little more than a million dollars. Anton says this lawsuit is intimidation and... Pavel said that he didn't bring the lawsuit personally, but he knew of the lawsuit and approved it going forward. So at this point, you have a former employee suing a former employer and then vice versa. Right. With Telegraph suing Anton for disclosing proprietary information. Was the, Did you find anything? Was that happening? So the way they alleged it was like, the information he submitted in his lawsuit about being wrongfully terminated to the court was in violation. Uh, you know, him listing his workplace as Telegram on Facebook was a violation. Anton says it's flimsy, and it seems flimsy by most accounts. But before these lawsuits went to trial, Anton wrote an explosive medium post. 
this medium post uh, kind of went scorched earth on his entire relationship with the Durovs. It included childhood pictures of them together, and then all the way up to pictures he had taken while working at VK, screenshots of personal conversations with Pavel Durov where he asked him for his job back, and it also included pictures of him working inside Singer House, which is this historic building in St. Petersburg, which is where the VK office is. And in this post, Anton claims that despite Pavel Durov's claims otherwise, there are Telegram employees that still work in this building, sharing office space with the VK social network that's aligned with the Kremlin. Well, as a security specialist, I have some questions about how the office is uh, physically protected from the offices that surround it. It's not physically protected? Uh, Well, you can always drill a hole in the wall, first of all. And secondly, uh, uh, VK employees for a long time had access to telegram offices uh, up to 2014. And uh, half a year after uh, that, uh, there was... uh, a big publication about VK offices, and some of the pictures were, in fact, taken in the office of Telegram. So what is Pavel's response to this? Pavel's response to this has been to, you know, file this lawsuit that, you know, he says he's not connected with but approved, and also to claim that Anton is mentally ill. Has Pavel said anything specifically about Telegram and their location? Pavel's story seems to be constantly shifting, just like the supposed location of their offices. Because right now we're a very small team. Uh, We can afford to rent houses uh, short term uh, all over the world. We spent this summer in Finland. It was great. Spring in Paris. You just rented a house in Finland and got your team together and carried on building Telegram. That was great. A few years ago, Pavel said that the Telegram team which he says is a small team of about 15 people, is moving to Berlin. But Pavel told me that that didn't work out because of bureaucracy and couldn't get the proper residency permits. So they're now moving to Dubai while Pavel is at a house in Finland and there's developers in Italy. So his stories about where Telegram's offices really are and how they're you know, supposedly picking up all these employees and moving them around from their families all the time just doesn't really add up. So getting back to Telegram, the app, what is going to happen to the app at this point? The app is so big, it's almost impossible to go back. It's kind of scary to think about. You know, the the kind of insinuation we're getting from Anton is like, listen, there's something weird here in the fact that Telegram is working in the same building as a social network that's aligned with the Kremlin. Um, And, you know, we can see it in the press. The FSB is coming for Telegram. But at least 100 million people are relying on this app, and a lot of people are are downloading it because they think it's secure. And the reality is I don't think a lot of people are going to really see this kind of stuff happening. And as far as Pavel and Anton, where, where do you see this going for them? Well, it... I think it really depends on how these lawsuits shake out. Um, 
I mean, the claim against Anton is huge, you know, more than a million dollars, where Anton's claim is really that he just wants uh, to be paid for the amount of work that he lost and to be reinstated at the company. And now Pavel is, is uh, threatening me with a criminal charges. And uh, if nobody knew me, I could go to prison because uh, uh, me and Pavel, we, we have very different um, resources. And if nobody knows about me, and Pavel, he knows a lot. So I want uh, this to be, I want this matter to be known to public. William Turton is a staff writer here at The Outline. Thanks, William. Thanks, Jordan. That's it for The Dispatch. If you like this show, you should subscribe. Go to theoutline.com slash podcasts. Thanks for listening. I'm Jordan Opplinger. More stories tomorrow.